certainly an important time for the congregation as well as Bart and I individually. Bart told me last Wednesday that it had been 11 years since Lauren and I and he and Malin were ordained as elders and deacons respectively. That took me back a bit. I hadn't realized that much time had passed. Uh, I was telling Landon this morning about work. Uh, when I was working, uh, the new hires, I would often tell them to think back and reflect after a year. Does it seem like a year? Does it seem like two years? You know, after five years, does it seem like ten years? But if it seems like two years, and after five years, it seems like two years, and after ten years, it seems like five years, those are good signs. And, and that's what I've experienced as an elder. And time, time has flown by. And I think this is also a testament to God's plans always being best. In our examples, we see biblical church government being demonstrated right here for the last 11 years. And I think it's been good. Uh, I think it's been good. Our ability to plan and adjust as necessary, it's been streamlined a bit. But the need for open communication will always be critical, and we will continue to solicit ideas and feedbacks, feedback uh, from those that are willing to get involved. I would also suggest that seemingly quick passing of time is a result of having a good fellow laborer, as Lauren was to work with, and as I'm sure Bart will be going forward. Also, having a congregation committed to peace, to order, and doing the Lord's work here in Columbia and central Missouri is crucial. And we've had that. Can't emphasize enough how important it is to have these good working relationships with the brethren, with the congregation. I thank Lauren for being such a calming influence for me at times and, and helping me see things differently from a different point of view from time to time. And I think that's also very important for us. In Matthew chapter 28, verses 18, 19, and 20, we can see the Lord's plans. Matthew 28, verses 18, 19, and 20, I'm reading from the New King James Version, and it says, And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Although our church government, our church officials are changing, our purpose and our mission is not. It's still the same. The church has the mission to go forth and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, verse 19. And secondly, the church also has the mission of teaching them to observe all things that I, the Lord, commands them to do, verse 20. With this mission in mind, I now look forward to working with our brother Bart as Elder Bart. It's a little awkward. Uh, you guys were always pretty pretty quick to call me Elder Bill. This never seemed kind of right. I'm getting a little bit used to it, but keep on. But we now have an Elder Bart to keep track of. For years now, we've seen his commitment to the Lord through his teachings and his Bible studies. 
Mark's been a key player working with Austin as they create digital content on a regular basis. But maybe most importantly, Mark's family is a testament to his Christian character, which was made clear in our recently completed surveys. Bart understands, as I do, that these aren't personal accomplishments, but rather the combined work of our wives, our children, our parents, our in-laws, and many others along the way. I know Bart will take this new role seriously, and we also need to respect his pro this process and these changes. Unfortunately, we know Satan is always busy trying to bring down the church and its people, that there will be many forces, evil forces, impacting the brotherhood at this time, and we'll need to work closely together, as we have in the past, to keep these forces from coming through our doors. I look forward to having Bart's help as we stand in the gap, trying to protect, feed, and lead this church. Your prayers and blessings are needed and appreciated as we move forward in these God-given roles of the New Testament church, of his New Testament church. Well, I'm glad Bill went first. Kind of gives me an idea of how long to go. Uh, it is, of course, an honor um, to stand before you and very daunting, I might say, uh, to be an elder here at Rice Road. Very excited, always have been excited to be part of this congregation. I have a few questions to answer that Austin sent me, and they're very difficult questions. Uh, the first question was, why do you desire to be an elder? And I thought about it a little bit, and you know, it was Larry's song that he led a few minutes ago that sort of helped with the answer. That song was, I want to be a worker for the Lord. And um, I think that, sum, that sums it up, doesn't it? We should all have that desire. And the body of Christ is the most important thing in the world. The vineyard, as the song describes the body of Christ. There's only one church. There's not a whole bunch of churches out there uh, that Christ recognizes, but only one that he's head of. And it is perfect in the eyes of God. The angels are interested in what we do here. And Jesus is here today. Matthew 18 tells us that where two or three are gathered together, Jesus is with us. And so this is the Lord's church, and it is the only thing of beauty in this world. So why wouldn't we want to work in it? Nothing else. You know, we just got through studying Second Peter, and Peter reminds us what manner of person should you be uh, in holy conduct and godliness, knowing that all these things will be dissolved and they will all just disappear. Our, our occupations and, and everything that we have, our houses and money, they just disappear. But the work in the church is what will continue into eternity. What you do in this congregation is what will matter. Those people that come to you in eternity and say thank you. And when Jesus thanks you for what you've done for the church. And so we, we all need to remember that. Austin asked me, what principles do you want to shape your approach to eldership? Well, as Bill has well stated, I want to work with him to ensure the congregation worships in spirit and truth, sound doctrine, that we don't lose our first love, and that we're evangelistically minded, and that we love each other as brethren. And that's not seen everywhere. 
in all the churches of Christ. And we have it here, and let's keep it. Culture will lean on us, as it has in the past, to accommodate their desire. But we need to resist that and not be assimilated, but rather uh, to resist culture. And then Austin asked me, what have you learned from Bill and Lauren? And I've learned uh, how to be stable from them, how to be resolute, how to be committed and lovable. They're two men that are very lovable. And you couldn't ask for two mature spiritual men who've guided us through some rough times. And I have large shoes to fill, I know, in Lauren's shoes. And I promise to do my best with your help as a good Christian example as we go forward. I want to conclude my remarks uh, by acknowledging a few people. Um, I wouldn't be here today if it were not for Jessica. She's guided the house with heart and joy and profound spiritual maturity. She's my foundation and my rock. If you see me mess up, then you'll know that I didn't ask Jessica's opinion. And if you see me do good, you'll know I ask her. I wouldn't be here today if it weren't for my boys, Logan, Landon, and Levi, and Mila. And they're all wonderful Christians. They love the Lord. And I'm encouraged every day to, to do the best I can because of them. And somewhere, someday, and maybe in this place, but maybe somewhere else, they will be anchors in the Lord's church. And I'm very, very proud of them. I wouldn't be here today if it weren't for my mother and my father. And uh, they were the bedrock of everything I understand to be Christian. I modeled my life after theirs. And then finally, I want to thank all the members of this congregation. You know, I walked through the door. I don't remember it. My memory is terrible. But I walked through the door sometime in 1988 for the first time, probably. I might have visited at some point, but I moved here in 88. And I remember feeling family. I remember feeling the sense of family, and it's still here today. We love each other. And we do the best we can for each other. Let's not lose that. I'm encouraged for the future. If you know me very well, you know I'm uh, sardonic. And uh, I tend to look on the dark side of everything. Oh, it's gloom and doom. But you know, I'm encouraged for the future with Bill... Uh, leading this building uh, that we're going to have in this new location. And uh, I'm encouraged that, and we have new converts. Um, Scott and hopefully Jamie uh, will obey the gospel soon. And Scott is, uh, he texted us and said he would be here this afternoon. Um, and so it's encouraging to have young babies in Christ among us. And uh, let's continue in that forward motion uh, as we have a new building, as we try to continue our March studies. Uh, and I'm especially encouraged by Austin, of course. Austin is such a, a bright light. And, uh, you know, he's going to continue his work as a gospel preacher in places we can't even imagine. And you have an effect on him. Um, you should encourage him and help him so that when he comes under fire later in life, wherever that is, when he faces uh, difficulties, he'll remember this congregation and he'll remember you 
for what you did and what you said and how you helped him. And that's all I have to say. Thank you very much. What we're about ready to do right now is one of the highlights of my life. I count these men as some of the finest men that I know. And this process of uh, ordaining Bart has been rather easy. And it's because of the, the nature of these men, their families, and the strength of their character. They cannot be overlooked. And so I thank them. The Bible refers to this as the laying on of hands. And that is to set aside these men for the work of the Lord. And in accordance with the biblical pattern of leadership and with the overwhelming support of this congregation and because of their qualifications in character and family and in Bible knowledge, we reaffirm Brother Bill Smith as an elder of this congregation to serve the Lord in this capacity. And we ordain Brother Bart Shaw as an elder of the Rice Road Church of Christ to serve the Lord in this capacity. Let us pray. Our gracious and loving Heavenly Father, we are in awe of who you are and what you've done for us. We're so very thankful for this moment. We're thankful for Bill and for Bart and for the men that they are, and for the work that is set forward for them to do. We pray that you will give them uh, your wisdom and the decisions that they make, uh, that you will lead them and guide them in the paths that they, that they will choose. We're thankful for the gift that you have given to each of them to, to serve in this capacity and the desire to serve in this capacity. We pray for them. And for this congregation, help for us to submit to their leadership and be allow ourselves to be persuaded by what they have to say and the decisions that they make, knowing that they point us to your Son, Jesus the Christ. We're thankful for them. We love them. And we are so very happy for all that you've given to us and for this moment in time. We pray for your forgiveness and your blessing. And this we ask in the name of Jesus. And amen. Amen.